It's good to see you, Sam. Always love when you're on. You have such a historical perspective. This week is a great one, isn't it? It makes you feel good when you see that the markets are up. I see 7% for the S&P. The Nasdaq's up 8.5%. I don't know that anybody could have anticipated this week. Do you think this kind of momentum can continue? Or are you more thinking some volatility? Uh, well, hey, Nicole, good to talk to you again. Uh, I think volatility is certainly not going to be going away anytime soon. Uh, certainly, we don't have uh, a complete decision on the presidency nor Congress. I mean, it obviously appears that we will have a Democratic presidency with a split Congress. And looking at political scenarios since World War II, that is actually the best of all scenarios with the average annual increasing being more than 13.5%. But we've only had four of them going back to President Obama exclusively. Uh, so I would tend to say that it's probably not statistically significant uh, and something we should not be hoping for going forward. Mm-hmm. Tell me about 3650. So, you know, there were some people who were thinking 3600 even uh, here. We popped up, we hit these highs, and then we pulled back. So now what? Your 36.50 target is even, it doesn't feel that far away, but I guess it's, it's actually higher than some of the other names on the street. Well, that's true. Uh, I guess, you know, when you come up with a target, the thing is that uh, closer you get to year end, uh, the more you have to sort of make adjustments if your uh, outlook on the market changes. Um, we obviously try not to do that. Funny, but last week I was talking to somebody in the media and they were asking me, how on earth do you think the market's going to get to 3650? Uh, we're more than we're about 11 percent below that number. And so now the question is, gee, am I being too uh, pessimistic or not optimistic enough? So uh, I guess you'll just have to wait till early December to, to see what our 2021 estimate is, because then that's when we'll be coming out with our year ahead forecast. Right. Well, this is a 12-month S&P price target, so it's almost the year ahead. But we'll get one more month in here, and then we can regroup. I know you're overweight certain sectors, underweight others. With the overweight healthcare and tech, the, those have been doing well. And if you weren't in them, you would have missed this incredible week here. That's right. Well, we are seasonally in the cyclical period. Stock Traders Almanac calls November through April the best six months of the year. Uh, when you look to the semi-annual rotation, the sell in May period, pretty anemic, which tends to favor healthcare and consumer staples. But November through April being cyclically biased uh, and um, you know the strongest period uh, going back in time tends to be consumer discretionary, industrials, materials, and tech. Uh, so we usually see pretty strong advances in the cyclical sectors. And I think healthcare uh, got a, a, a stay of execution because of the, uh, the, the vote, because of the potential uh, hurdles that they would have to overcome in terms of making massive changes with the Senate remaining Republican. So, yes, I, I think that healthcare uh, has done relatively well in a period when it normally mm. does not. Communication services um, expand on that. I mean, I know Netflix is in there. What else goes well, in there? 
Well, actually, two of the five largest companies in the S&P 500, uh, well, actually three, Google, uh, the two shares of Google and Facebook are in communication services. It was the old telecom, which really at, uh, at the end only had Verizon and AT&T in there. Um, CenturyTel was also in there, but very small compared with the two behemoths. Uh, but then the adjustment made by S&P um, taking out companies from consumer discretionary media entertainment companies, taking out some internet companies from the technology sector, combining them with the old telecom, came up with communication services. So now going from only about 2% of the 500 to uh, a little more than 11%. So basically, these are companies that are social media, et cetera, and they are among the three sectors that are growth-oriented, uh, communication services, mm. consumer discretionary, sure. and tech. Sure, yeah. I mean, those are all sort of the growth stories that you're seeing. Um, they even say healthcare is going to become growth. Tell me about, on the underweight side, I know you have energy and utilities, um, real estate, but I think what's most interesting is financials, especially since financials is getting a little bit of a bid today, but you're, you don't love it. Is that because of the low interest rate environment for the most part? Oh, sure, yes. So I'm wrong today, but uh, it's been a right call for the last several months. One of the things that I look at, obviously, is CFRA equity analysts, their fundamental outlooks, the uh, count of companies that have favorable investment rankings versus the number of companies within the sector. Uh, but I also look to momentum. Um, and I find that it, essentially uh, looking at a, a trailing price performance of the sectors versus the market, uh, financials, uh, energy, uh, are among the worst performers. Real estate uh, is among those as well. Uh, so when you look to fundamental outlooks and then you also look to momentum, you know, fundamentals will tell you what, but technicals tell you when and how far. Uh, so you've got to pay attention to the technicals.